Hello and welcome to the Draft Talk podcast brought to you by 99 Yards. We're here talking all things NFL Draft. We've got scouting reports, interviews, mock drafts, our legendary top fives. I'm your host today, Brian, and I'm delighted to welcome, as always, our tip top draft team. It's Owen, MJ and Stu. How are we doing, guys? Doing very well, Brian. Looking forward to this episode. Should be a lot of fun, although maybe not quite as much fun as MJ's hoodie. Can you say what I got for Christmas? But, but then I think it's up for this episode, considering we're going to be covering all the teams. Yeah, all good. My favourite bit of the episode is always that awkward bit when no one knows who to say, who to go first. But uh, <laughs> thank, <laughs> yeah, all good. Looking forward to it. Super Bowl around the corner, but this is where it's at. We're all a bit too polite, aren't we? All we just want to wait until everyone else has a go and then yeah. it starts just jumping over the top of yeah, each other yeah. five minutes in. Yeah, we're all too nice. Well, we'll see how we get on. For those just listening, not watching on uh, YouTube or on Spotify now, uh, MJ's hoodie has all the teams on with all the colours and it's as loud and as, I don't know, I sort of think it's either really good or really bad. Um, I'm edging towards really bad. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is harsh. We'll maybe put a picture of it up somewhere. <laughs> but uh, let's move on. Um, but yep, yeah, as I mentioned, we, we've got loads of scouting reports on the website, 99yards.com. Check that out. We've got interviews on this podcast. Check them out too. We've done plenty of stuff on Senior Bowl last week, but it's about time the Draft Talk podcast did a mock draft, isn't it? Certainly. Uh, we're going to take it in turns, uh, pick by pick. Uh, we'll try and keep it briefish. Uh, probably won't work out, but uh, we'll uh, try and uh, move swiftly on. Uh, or we could be here literally all day. Uh, so buckle up. Here we go. It's our first live first round mock draft ready for the 2023 NFL draft. Uh, Stu's run the randomizer and it's picked me to go first as the uh, Chicago Bears. Um, looking at it, I'm thinking, do, do I want to trade? Would somebody want to trade with me? I'm, I mean, I've got my quarterback, so I'm OK there. Talk to me. Talk to me. OK. OK. As if by I'm magic. Open. I'm here. I'm ready. It's almost like we've we've planned this beforehand. So um, <laughs> the order is me, MJ Shoot, and then Owen. So Owen has the uh, the Indianapolis Colts, and I'm I'm getting the feeling he'd like to trade for this pick. I'm anxious. I'm anxious. Oh, yeah. I will I will give you whatever you want. I cannot remain up for. Okay, in that case, I will accept. Uh, the the logic being, I I looking at who's who's picking. Um, I don't want like I say, don't want a quarterback. I'm thinking there's there's one of the the sort of defensive studs will still be knocking about, which we'll touch on no doubt in a couple of minutes. So yeah, it's all yours, Owen. Take it away. Thank you. So the Indianapolis Colts are on the clock after trading up with the Chicago Bears. We all know what this is going to be, right? It's going to be a quarterback, and the reason for the move is the Colts. I think have to have to look at moving up just to secure the guy that they're confident in, knowing that if Chicago don't trade with them, then someone could be trading up there for a quarterback. Then you look at Houston picking there, they're likely to be going for a quarterback. Then does someone else get anxious? Arizona are there a three with only five picks in the 2023 draft. Do they look at moving back, maybe collecting some more picks? They can't be set up for I'm picking the fourth quarterback off the board. So they have to be looking at, at all the options here. Um, I think the way it would have played out in this draft, I think the Colts probably still would have ended up with a quarterback. But in the more realistic scenario, this is probably the, the best way to go. Um, I guess what what will decide this really is, is when they have a head coach. That would make a that would make a huge difference. Uh, but since they don't currently have one, we'll go with what GM Chris Ballard is saying. He's saying they're going to be aggressive. We've already moved up. We're now going to get the guy that Chris Ballard is going to fall in love with. That guy is Will Levis going number one overall in the first mock draft. Look, I wouldn't be picking him this high. I don't like his accuracy. I don't like his decision making. I don't like the inconsistencies, but there's no doubt he has the size. He's got a, a, a live arm. He can move, move around a bit. I think he is a future cult. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Well, we've started big, haven't we? I mean, <laughs> Nearly as outrageous as your jumper, that, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I it, saw it that one happen. coming. I saw it's it coming. Outrageous. And I, I think it's going to happen. Well, you hit it here first. 
Maybe second. I don't know. I can calm down a bit now. I've got a while to wait. Um, so, yeah, there's the Colts in at number one. At number two, it's the uh, the Houston Texans. Take it away, MJ. Um, okay, so, I, I mean, if it plays out like that, um, I can imagine the Texans being really nervous there for a few minutes, wondering what on earth is going to happen. Because, uh, you know, the Texans obviously... You could go in in many different directions. There is actually a scenario where the Texans could leave quarterback in this in this draft, and they could um, focus on other positions and then slot that quarterback in further down the line. Obviously, they've got a new head coach, D'Amico Ryan's. He's got a few years to get uh, get things straight there, so he doesn't necessarily have to um, go quarterback. And I think um, if you had taken who I think I'm going to take for the Texans. I think they might have looked in a different direction. But I think seeing as we, we've gone bold there and and the Colts have taken Will Levis, uh, Bryce Young is, is sat there at uh, number two for me. So maybe we do follow more of that kind of almost Jacksonville, Trevor Lawrence sort of scenario, get your quarterback, then build around him. Obviously, Lawrence didn't have a great first year, but then has, has really grown into it. And hey, look, the Jaguars are uh, are in the playoffs, so um, I think we're going to take quarterback Bryce Young from Alabama. I think that's a sensible pick. I think Houston have to have something to hang their hat on and and be excited about. Yeah, there's some other good players they could have probably taken there, but a quarterback's what gets everyone excited, and I think Bryce Young will be that guy. Um, got a new head coach now, new quarterback. It's a bit of a new era in Houston. And I think the the guys in Houston area will be pretty happy if that was to what would happen on draft night. Yep, Stu, you're, uh, you're up at number three with the Arizona Cardinals. Okay, um, so this probably comes down to a choice of two players, um, both defensive players. And for me, the best two players on the board. Um, Arizona have a lot of rebuilding to do. They could they could do with a lot of positions, but I think um, they don't have a lot of draft picks, so they've got to go. They've got to go big and go for someone. And I think I'm going to go for the guy I think is the best player in the draft, and that's Jalen Carter, defensive tackle from Georgia. I think he's a potential to be an absolute disruptor for them. Um, give them a bit of impetus on defence and start the start the new regime over. Yep, like it. Um, and I'm going to do pretty pretty similar to you, as I mentioned earlier. But the Bears are now on the clock. Sorry, at pick number four, um, you've taken one of the defensive studs. I will take the other in Will Anderson Jr. from Alabama. Um, just a, a phenomenal college player. He's he's one that you can almost guarantee he's going to be um, successful in the NFL. So that's that's a nice easy pick. They'll they'll walk that up. They'll be happy. They'll have picked up everything that the Colts have given, and probably the player that they might have took at one anyway. So that's win win for the Chicago Bears, which leaves uh, pick number five, which is me. Would have been the uh, Denver Bronco, but the uh, they let it ride over to uh, Seattle, didn't they? In the um, Oh, what's his name now? The Russell Wilson trade. Um, I think uh, Seattle will be pretty happy with what they've got there, picking at number five. Um, they've got they've plenty of needs. Um, I think I'm going to go, let's go defence again. Let's go Miles Murphy, the edge rusher from Clemson. And that will be, if we carry on, yep, at six. It will be the LA Rams, but F them picks. It's a Detroit Lions. It's UMJ. I can't see it on your jumper, but I'm, I'm sure the lines are on there somewhere. I'm sure that, yeah, I'm sure yeah. they're here somewhere. They've got to be here somewhere. Probably probably on the back somewhere. Um, yeah, I mean, it's fallen really, really well for the Lions, hasn't it? They've had a good season and they're doing, um, they're, they're lining up really well in the draft. They've got a couple of, couple of first round picks. And I think I've got, I think I've ended up with both of the Lions first round picks. So that'll be Lions fans on my back uh, if, I, if I get this wrong, won't it? Um, so where to go? I think I'm going to stick on the defence. Um, and I think they need some help uh, in the secondary. Um, the question is, is kind of where to go. There's there's a few, one or two guys who are looking at being top top quarterbacks. Um, 
the one I'm going to go with is I'm, I'm going to stick with this this kind of uh, trend of taller cornerbacks because we've got Devin Witherspoon there, but he's he's just about a tick at six foot, isn't he? He's just about there. Um, but I'm going to go with Christian Gonzalez from uh, Oregon as a cornerback for Detroit. Lovely. Wines oh, keeping tabs in. Are you? I know, have you seen this, right? So I've been fishing around for a pen while we were waiting for you to join this, you, and all I could find was a cartridge. So I'm jotting all of it down <laughs> with a cart inside of a pen. I'm keeping tabs of it on a on the mock draft simulator. So mean I'm going to remember down. those, you. I'll send you a picture. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think Gonzalez. Uh, I think secondary help for the Lions. Sensible pick. It's, it's it's maybe it's maybe not a sexy pick. It might not be a sexy pick, but um, yeah, I think they need help in the secondary. Not a lot of sexy picks in this draft. We'll just go spicy instead of sexy then. Are there any spicy picks? Hmm. Uh, okay, uh, thanks, MJ. Uh, over seven. It's the Las Vegas Raiders, and it's over to you, Stu. Yeah, I think my first couple of picks are going to be easy. It's going to be a bit mad after that. And I think that's probably how the draft maybe is going to go that first six, seven, eight picks. But with Derek Carr leaving, the Raiders have to do something at quarterback. I don't see it unless they trade for Aaron Rodgers, which I, I don't know if it's going to happen or not. They, I can't see them affording to go down that veteran market again because what's the point of getting rid of Derek Carr to get Jimmy Garoppolo? Absolutely nothing. Yeah. So for me, the next guy up for me um, is CJ Stroud. Um, from Ohio State. So I'm going to pick CJ Stroud. I think that he has, um, particularly towards the end of the season, really shown that he is one of that top quarterback prospects. I think Josh McDaniel will like working with him and his style of play as well. And yeah, I think they've got to, they've got to do something. So for me, CJ Stroud is where I'm going to go with this pick. Yep, would have done the same. That's me up at eight with my very own Atlanta Falcons, and I, I'm in Ooh. a little bit of a oh. predicament here <laughs> because the Falcons are desperate for pass rush. Um, the problem is, is I'm, I'm not convinced that there's going to be one here that they like to take this high. And w- when you look at what the Falcons have done, <clears throat> especially since Terry Fontenot's come in as GM and Arthur Smith's come in as head coach in the first round anyway, they have tended to go for surefire prospects that they feel like they can't miss on. You look, you think back to a couple of years ago with Kyle Pitts, there's plenty of people to go for there, but they went with the surefire. You weren't going to miss with Kyle Pitts. They did the same last year with Drake London. There's plenty of players there with higher ceilings, but they took the guy that you know they were going to get steady production from. I think in this class, it's a struggle. I don't think there is one there. So I'm thinking about Tyree Wilson, but am I convinced that the Falcons are going to think that they can get that day one production from him? I I don't think that they will. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And I'm going to take Bijan Robinson, uh, number eight, to the Atlanta Falcons. It was... I just... I keep coming back to what I just said. I think this is well on the table. I keep seeing Bijan Robinson mocked up in the teens to the Bills and whoever. I just think he's going to go higher. And I think Falcons is, is a logical spot for it. See, going back to what, what I, was, I was saying before with, you know, with Kyle Pitts, the Falcons have shown in, under the current regime, if the play is good enough, they don't care about the positional value. They'll take a tight end at four. They'll take a running back at eight. As long as the player is good enough and the player is good enough, this is the best running back we've seen in a very long time. If the player is a blue chip prospect, we're taking him. The Falcons are taking B. John Robinson. B. John Robinson, Drake London and Kyle Pitts. That'll be fun. Well, right, but the, the Falcons have come out um, on today, so Thursday at the Super Bowl. Arthur Blank, the owner, has been there and he's saying that, that they are 100% committed to Desmond Ridder for the 2023 season. So, why not? Yeah, I, I keep seeing uh, B. John Robinson going to like the Bills at 27 or whatever it is. There's no way he's going to fall that low, I don't think. I'm running back of this quality. Uh, whether it's eight, he's going to go much higher than in the twenties. I think he's he's gone. It may not be top ten, but he's definitely gone by the teens. There we go. Uh, okay, 
Number nine, meet with the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Frank Wright comes over as the new head coach. I'll just drop this one down already. <laughs> I don't know. Um, stuff that they could go quarterback. They, they've got needs, sort of, they've got a lot to do. Um, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go Anthony Richardson, quarterback from Florida. Frank Wright, see if he can work his magic there. Let's see. So who you play, down, of course. I think that's an ideal spot for him as well. Mm. Well, four quarterbacks down. Four quarterbacks top down. Top ten. Yeah. It's a dramatic like start. He's probably going to dry up now, quarterback-wise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I won't bother, other, bother opening that tab on available players from now till the <laughs> end of the draft. <laughs> At number 10, it's uh, yourself again, MJ, with the uh, the Eagles pick from courtesy of the New Orleans Saints. Okay, so so dramatic enough that there's, you know, four quarterbacks already taken. And then, you know, the Eagles, I mean, what, a punter in the first round? I mean, you know, <laughs> as, a, as a Giants fan drafting for the for the Eagles, this is, this is a difficult one, isn't it? Um, they, they, have, they have a luxury, I think... You know, come draft night, they've they've got a couple of picks in the first round. The Eagles love to move around, so when we actually get there, um, I I doubt that they may well be picking at ten. But um, they have got they have got a few a few guys on defense who their their contracts will be up, um, and I think they will restock, and I think they will probably look at you know going strength on strength, and they they have this system where they keep. Um, their defensive line they keep churning through players you don't have to play as many snaps um so i am going to risk it and i'm going to go brian uh breezy from clemson there are concerns injury concerns there but what i'm banking on here is that actually you're not going to need him to play as many snaps as as if he went to a, a different uh a different team and you're going to be able to rotate him through you've got some uh, you've got some good veterans there to bring him on, so you're not going to need him instantly to make an impact. Um, and I just think it will suit the way the Eagles roll through that defensive line. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not sure where I would have picked at that 10 spot. I'm glad I didn't have it. Yeah. My oh, thing would be that if you draw a defensive line, then, then what, Tyree Wilson still on the board? Could they... Could, what they're like. Yeah, that was the other one. That was the other one I was, I was staring at. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm up next. You are, yeah. Sorry, the, the Tennessee, Tennessee Titans. I think, again, my first, now I'm saying that my first three picks are probably my easiest three picks. Um, and I think for the, the Titans, offensive line is where they really need to improve i think receiver is another position that they could really do with a boost at um but i'm not going to take a receiver this high i think that there's potential for second round receivers that you might get some reasonable production from um so i'm going to go for the guy i think is probably going to grade out as my top offensive tackle and that's paris johnson jr from ohio state and it looks by the look on owen's face i've gazumped him um no no i thought you were going to take the guy that i'm going to take next oh okay yeah, um, and I can probably guess who you're going to take there as well. Um, he he actually, if um, he's a guy I might have thought of taking that 10, um, the guy who you're going to pick just for, for various reasons, if I think I'm right. But yeah, for me, Paris Johnson Jr., um, play him at a tackle. He can play at guard. He has done as well. They are, the teams just need to get better on the offensive line. So I'm going to beef up their offensive line with Paris Johnson. Yeah, so that's me up next with 12 with the, the Texans' second pick. And having Tyree Wilson still on the board is very tempting, I must say. If they could come away with Young and Tyree Wilson, that would be that would be superb for them. But considering they took Bryce Young, the stature, the durability concerns because of his size... I am going to go on the offensive line and I think I'm going to go um, Peter Skoronsky from Northwestern um, simply 
because of the versatility he offers you. There's rumours that Laramie Tunsil is a bit disgruntled. Does he end up getting traded? We'll wait and see. But Skronsky can do the, can play there. He can go out to right tackle, where he can play guard, he can play centre. He just gives you that flexibility with your team that you can keep Laramie Tunsil. And if you end up trading him after the draft, it doesn't matter because you've got you've got the next guy there or say you can play him at guard or you can play him at right tackle. So I think Peter Skronsky would be would be the, the, the safest pick for them because it's the smart thing to do. It's not flashy, but it's the smart thing to do. So obviously they took Kenyon Green what around this spot last year. He hasn't been great. So but you can continue playing him and just, you know, keep training out that offensive line. Yeah, I think they've been an offensive line that if they got Skaronsky, they've got the potential to develop Kenyon Green another year. Titus yeah. Howard was pretty yeah. good last year, actually. If Tunsil sticks around, that's not a bad offensive line to start with. And this this feels, doesn't it, like roughly where those first two offensive linemen will go at the moment, based on what we know about uh, rosters. This kind of yeah, 11, 12, 13, this this feels and I think that there will be a bit of a run, certainly for those two. Um, they'll go in quite a quick succession. Well, you've uh, you've got me there. I'm up uh, next with the Jets, um, who I mean really need some help on the offense. Who the the fourth best defense and fourth worst offense to points wise. Uh, but I'm sort of looking at the board and I don't really know who's uh, who's who's going to help them much. They're a team that could do a quarterback, but they sort of miss them. Whether they'll do something in free agency, which will mess up. Everybody's mocks. We'll uh, we'll wait for that. But uh, I don't know. <laughs> what are you thinking between? <laughs> I quite would go Terry Wilson. I think he's he's the best player on on the board. I think yep. he, he's not a massive need for them, but it certainly helps. Um, other than that, I don't know. You, I, I was like I say, I was really up for Skaronski, but you you've not. I don't know whether. Jones or maybe Harrison. Mm. I mean, I, if I'm the Jets here, I trade down, but we're, we're not doing any of that, are we? So I've got to take the best player on the board. Strength on strength. Let's get Tyree Wilson in there. Yeah. I think he would go Eagles higher than this, but mm. someone's got to slide, right? Yeah, I think it just maybe shows that we're maybe not quite as high on him as some other people are. Yeah. I, I wonder whether he makes it past the Seahawks because he feels a bit of yeah. a traitsy kind of player, doesn't 100%. he? He feels like a Seahawk kind of player. If um, he went five at the Seahawks when we done there, that's who my predictive top five will be when it comes round to it, I think. Yeah. Uh, right, so it's back, it's back to me again, isn't it? 14th, 14th pick, the Patriots. Um, okay, where are we, where are we going to go here? Um <laughs> So I think I'm going to stay fairly obvious in terms of connections. And uh, Bill Belichick likes that kind of Alabama Nick Saban uh, connection. He likes to build build from the back. Um, and again, a little bit like the Bijan Robinson conversation, you've got somebody in Brian Branch who um, position-wise, not a position that often gets taken this high up perhaps, but he's got that versatility versatility in the secondary um and i think that that connection remember the patriots the patriots are, are a little odd remember last year cole strange nobody saw that one coming they have this kind of habit of they have their board and no matter what else is happening you know if if this is their player he might not feature on anybody else's board as a first round player but um i think he will on theirs so i'm going to go brian branch I hate that pick because you've gazumped me. That's who I was. That's who I had. That's who I had done in my mock drafts all day. Who I had lined up for pick number fifteen was Brian Branch to play him as that nickel player for the the, the Packers, um, but I can't. So I'm going to have to have a bit of a rethink. Um, but Brian's left me a player here that I thought he might have taken at thirteen, um, and I'm going to pick Broderick Jones, the offensive tackle from Georgia. I think um, he's a really good tackle prospect. I think that they potentially have a spot from they could play him right tackle. And I think also thinking of the future as well, Bakhtiari's not getting any younger. 
He's been a very good tackle over the years, but he has had his injury issues over the last couple of years. And I think we could groom Broderick Jones to be that blindside blocker for whoever's playing quarterback for the Packers in the future. So, yeah, I'm going to go for Broderick Jones. Tasty. That's not one I've seen there. For I've not. I think you normally get receiver, tight ends. It's not one that we've seen often, but makes a lot of sense. Yeah, he just fell there. I wasn't planning it. Yeah, but it's just the way the board's gone. The magic only of the, the board. So that's me, sixteen Washington Commanders. Um, I think this is straightforward enough. Uh, they're going to be starting with. Benjamin St. Just and Kendall Fuller a corner next year. So we're going to give them Devon Witherspoon from Illinois, who was a lot of people's top corner in, in the draft. I think he probably ends up going higher than this, and Washington will be absolutely laughing if he's available. Um, whether it was him, whether it was Gonzalez, or even you know some of the others, I thought they might have been off the board. But if Witherspoon's there, you're spreading that card in because that's that's the glaring hole in that in that team where there isn't many holes. If they can get it done with Sam Howell, then this is a good team. Yeah, like it. It's one of them, we, you know, things will change so much in a couple, well, a couple of weeks when, when free agency kicks in because yeah. quite a few of these teams, where you, the Raiders, for example, um, I can't think of someone else, maybe the Jets, they, they may or may not already have a quarterback. So that throws everything up and then there's all sorts of other... Uh, Things have come out in the wash as well. It's the first half of the draft. Uh, Don, should we do a little recap? Go on. Go on, kill. Top kill of the better, pops. Fire When I tried with our uh, all-pro team, anyway. Up <laughs> <So, laughs> first, the Colts traded up for their quarterback of the future, Will Levis. Uh, the Texans uh, to pick Bryce Young. Uh, the... the... <laughs> hey, Cardinals. Cardinals. I could I could figure it out for the logo. I've only watched NFL for like twenty years. The Cardinals picked Jerry Carter. The Bears with Will Anderson Jr. The Seahawks at five had Miles Murphy. Uh, at six, we had the first cornerback going to the Lions, Christian Gonzalez. The Raiders picked their quarterback, CJ Stroud. At eight, Owen picked for his Falcons, Bijan Robinson. At nine, we had another quarterback, Anthony Richardson from Florida, going to the Panthers. At 10, one of the Eagles' first-round picks, they took Brian Breesey. At 11, uh, Paris Johnson, the tackle goes to the Texans. At 12, the Texans, no, the Titans, the Texans pick Peter Skaronski. Uh, the Jets at 13 pick Tyree Wilson. The Patriots at 14 pick Brian Branch. Uh, the Packers at pick 15 pick Broderick Jones. Uh, 16, the Washington Commanders picked Devin Witherspoons, and now it's me, pick 17 with the Steelers. Um, that was that was a lot of reading, weren't it? Right, let's have a We're make you do it all again at the end. No, you're not. 1 to 32. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, my laptop died then. Hmm. Okay, um, let's go. Steelers. Okay, the second half of the draft, pick number 17. Hmm. Got a few needs. I think they might go. Uh, yeah, let's go tackle Anton Harrison from Oklahoma. Um, have they got their quarterback of the future? Potentially, pick it. He did pretty well. Um, but either way, you've got to look after him, and I think that's uh, that'll help. Over to MJ with the Lions again. Okay. Um, so Lions, and I'm I'm looking at needs, um, and it doesn't really. Feel fit for where I am at 18 so there's there's a bit of a defensive you could stock up on defensive line but not really somebody obvious there linebacker again you, you're into picks where it's a little bit high for a linebacker so so what is staring me in the face now is obviously they were very good on offense last year um and let's build around that and give them another weapon and a weapon that they don't have and a weapon that very few teams have and let's have the first wide receiver off the board and let's have the the mammoth Quentin Johnston from TCU. Um, the Lions are really going for it now. They're, you know, they they could have a, a period here of uh, really challenging for the for the North and in, in the NFC. So, yeah, let's let's give them a, a weapon. Let's give them Quentin Johnston. 
they're going to have some place to throw the ball to Jared Goff will have a bit of fun there. Right. I've got the Bucks, and I'm going to go a bit off-piste. And this is just going to be fun, and it's a thing that I've, I've, I have heard a couple of other people speak about it, and I love the idea. So imagine on their off-defensive line, Vita Vea eating up players, and Kalija Kansi going mad, having a field day with those space eaten, eaten up by... Vita Vea, and I love that idea, and I've stuck with it, and I'm going to pick Kalija Kansi, the defensive tackle from Pitt. Um, I think that combining him with Vita Vea could really cause havoc um, in that division. It, is it a need for them? Possibly. They do have other needs around there, but I'm, I could have went corner, I suppose, but I wasn't in love with the corners that were still on the board, so Kalija Kansi, play him up with Vita Vea in the middle of the defence, and it will be a lot of fun. Like it, like it. Ultimately, I think he, that's what he needs. He needs a a big body next to him to 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 pair up to pair up with. So, good spot. That's me next with the twentieth uh, pick, Seattle Seahawks, with their second pick after they took Miles Murphy. I think I'm going to stick in the trenches, um, and I'm going to go to the other side. They already have their two tackles. They absolutely hit. Last year, with the uh, with taking the the two tackles there, Abraham Lucas and um, Charles Cross, so I'm going to give them. It's it's a pick between two players, and I think it's a lot closer than people think. Right, this is so I'm going to take an interior guy. I know I'm who gonna, you're thinking of. I'm gonna um I do I take Osiris Torrance or do I take John Michael Schmitz? Uh, I I think it's a tough call. I'm going to go with Osiris Torrance. But that is, it's it's really close between the two. Um, if you want to swap that out, that's fine. But I'm going to go with with Osiris Torrance. But then you just got to, they just got to get nastier up front, right? Yeah, I think that, that that starts off with some really good young offensive linemen for a team that love to run the ball. And uh, Osiris Torrance does his kind of best work, I think, in the run game. Um, and he likes working that close contact with people and bullying people. Um, so I think that yeah, Kenneth Walker might enjoy having Osiris Torrance lining yeah. up in front of him. You look at their starters yeah. next year. They've got Austin Blythe, Gabe Jackson, and Damian Lewis. Not the guy from Homeland. So I'm taking it. Osiris Torrance is an upgrade there. Been been rewatching Homeland. It's it's a belter. Oh, that first series is unbelievable. Oh yeah, it's good. Um, okay, would be Miami, but naughty, naughty. They have uh, forfeited their <laughs> pick for, for not getting Tom Brady. Um, or Sean Payton. Other things as well. At least if you got him, right, you'd have something to uh, And then gave the Broncos a first round pick to bloody buy him. <laughs> so we'll uh, move on to um, the Chargers. Uh, where to go here? Um, there's rumours they they may be changing up their wide receiver room finance wise, so that that could be a need. Um, got in bringing in Kellen Moore for the Cowboys offensive coordinator. What does he? Um, let me see. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna go Jackson Smith and Jigba. Just load up that wide receiver and give Justin Herbert someone else to uh, work with. I, th- I think that'll work out pretty well for them. Yeah, I think it gives them something different. They've obviously, from Keenan Allen, and if they do decide to keep Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, Jackson Smith and Jigba gives them a, a different perspective at wide receiver. Yeah, it's a good pick. It, it, it makes sense. I think we start to see wide receivers go in the 20s. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we've I think we've said before, it does not a there's not the kind of you know Jamar Chase Jalen Waddle kind of Devonte Smith year that we had a couple of years back, um, but I think we could start to see them go in the twenties, uh, which brings me on to the Ravens and that has to be an area to look at because looking at you know what happened with their offense towards the end of that season, they, they could have just done with a bit more quality there, couldn't they? Um, there are a couple of other needs on, you know, I think you could put another corner in there if uh, if there was one that you liked. 
But I, I really think they need a receiver and they need a volume guy. They need somebody that um, they can target multiple times in, in a game. So um, I'm going to go with Jordan Addison from USC. He can go to the Ravens. It's funny, that's because I think they might have liked one of the other ones because I think Jordan Addison is fairly similar to Rashad Bateman. But the way that the the cards fell for them here, I think they they do have to go after receiver, especially if they do bring back Lamar Jackson. Maybe he can force his hand a bit and say, look, no, if I'm coming back, you need to give me some more weapons. Um, um yeah, probably he well, he's probably going to be my, my my top receiver. So if they get him here, that would be that would be great. I just think he he might be a little bit too similar. But if if one of the others are there, then then great. But but they're not. Yeah, I've got the the Vikings next. And this is where I really wanted B. John Robinson to faulty so we could sell <laughs> Dalvin Cook, cut some cap, and play B. John Robinson out of the running back position for the Vikings, but that ain't happening. So I think, unfortunately, it's often a kiss of death for a player, but a Vikings corner is still an issue for them, and I still yep. think they need to sort that out. So for me, top corner left on the board is Joey Porter Jr., um, and I think that um, now with Brian Flores as a defensive coordinator, He's the kind of guy, I think, who will know how to use Porter to the best of abilities, put him in the right spots to succeed early. So I'm going to pick Joey Porter Jr., the cornerback from Penn State. 24, Jacksonville Jaguars. I think we continue to do what has been going well, and we're going to give Trevor Lawrence some more weapons. Uh, Evan Ingram is... We don't know whether he'll be back or not. We was just on a prove it one year deal. Even if they bring him back, I still think they should be looking at tight end. They're all still on the board here. Uh, so I will be taking Michael Mayer, the tight end from Notre Dame. I do think, despite all the noise at the moment, that he is the best tight end in this class. Uh, I think even if he was gone, I think you can make a case for all the others, whether that be Darnell Washington, Luke Musgrave, Dalton Kincaid. I think they, they, they are all in play here because Trevor Lawrence has rarely had tight ends to throw to in his career. Clemson just didn't play with tight ends or, 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 or pass-catching tight ends. He's been given one. Evan Ingram's what had a, had a record year for himself. So let's just keep adding to it and we'll go for, for Michael Mayer from Notre Dame, the tight end. Good stuff. Right, me up now, and this this could be a bit contentious because I am picking for the Giants at 25. It's MJ's team, and following that, MJ's got a pick for my Dallas Cowboys. So I'm going to try and read him and see what see what he wants. Um, so for me, I think it's been two. I like the looks. I think you you, you desperately want a receiver. Maybe one of the guys that that's just gone, like you say, this this early sort of receiver run. Um, other than that corner, maybe. Oh, you're giving me nothing there, MJ. <laughs> <laughs> there, uh, there are plenty. There are plenty of needs. There are plenty of needs still. There's one that stands out to me, but I'm not going to tell you. Yeah. Fine then. Um, I'm going to go. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Uh... I think receivers drop there's a little bit of a drop off now, so maybe you go later. Um yeah, I'll go quarterback, I'll go Cam Smith from South Carolina. What are your thoughts, MJ? I yeah, cornerback or receiver, I think is is probably the 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 ones in in play there. Um and I think he's he's probably the next next one off the rank, isn't he? Um and now, and now it flips the Cowboys, and now I get to pick for the Cowboys. I, I want to know, Stu. I was going to, I was saying, I was looking at you, Ewan, and I'm laughing because I don't think that it was corner or receiver you no. were thinking of. No, no, is it telepathy working? I reckon you were. I oh, reckon okay. we're thinking Trenton Simpson. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly who I had as well. I think that would be a, a home run pick for them. He is exactly what what Wink Martindale was, right? He that type of linebacker, absolutely. 
that was that was my guy as well. So yeah. it was working the telepathy. Yeah, I think this could be I, one where the where the first line. We need to work on our then, or whether it's. To I the, just the I just don't I just don't think they'll go linebacker. I just there's just something about about the Giants as a franchise that they just do not. You know, they're one of those teams. They just don't really value the position in the draft. It's it's strange. Um, Wink does though. Right? Well, they should. Well, they yeah. should. Well, well, Wink does. I mean, obviously, the 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 question will be if he's still there. Um, <laughs> you know, I think as we're taping this, they're him. Both of the coordinators are, are down to the final two for a couple of the two head coaching jobs that are left. Um, but a great player, yes, I'd I'd be more than happy. I'm just, yeah, I'm I I don't know, I don't know. We shall see. Um, and I get to speak to the Cowboys now. That's interesting. I hear instead. <laughs> well, he's yeah, he's he's definitely up there as an option, isn't he? And it is a it is a need, and I, I think it's it's balancing out. I mean that the the, the Cowboys' offense, you know, it, it was it was feast and famine, wasn't it last uh, last season? It was, um, and it will be interesting to see what happens now that. Um, uh, they, they've got rid of Kellen Moore and they, they've brought in Schottenheimer and it's who's going to call the plays and it's all a bit it's all a bit muddy, isn't it? Um, but yeah, the, the the linebacker position is is staring me in the face, um, and he is the best in the class, I, I think. Um, so yeah, let's let's do it. We'll, we'll pull the trigger on Trenton Simpson. Yeah, I would have dropped linebacker there. Not that one, though. <laughs> I love this. It's great. We're told we put bullying, put MJ into a pit there, it feels like. <laughs> well, he's staring, he's staring me in the face. I, 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 I would go. That's the one. That's yeah. the one that I would go with. I'm on for the Bills. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to mess around. Offensive line, easy peasy. John Michael Schmitz, interior offensive lineman. I think he's. He's probably the best interior offensive lineman in the class. Yep. Yeah. Um, I think it's an area of need that they'd have someone on the interior. He's probably he probably is a centre, but I think he's good enough to play that for the Bills easily. Um, the, I did think that, again, they could do with receiver, but I think there's so many good enough players on day two that I don't think you need to force it. Um, I'm not really liking a running back at this stage, although they could do with one. I don't think that's something I would do here. Um, offensive tackle, not no. There's a couple of edge players, but again, I'm not sold 100% on them, and I think they've got decent enough at the edge. So, yeah, John Michael Smith, I'm going to pick him as uh, the next Buffalo Bill. Yeah. It would be an easy pick, that. What they 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 we've been I think like every time we do a mock draft, what is it that three years we've been doing it and every time I go, they need a guard, they need a guard, but they'll get a guard or a center because John Michael Schmitz could do could do either. Um Cincinnati at twenty-eight, this is fairly easy as well. Um I I do like Brian Branch here if he was to get here because they're gonna be losing both Jesse Bates and Von Bell. Um but I'm going for another tight end and I'm going to give them Darnell Washington and that O-line needs help. I, there's no one here that I really like um, to, to the spot because I feel like it's more interior guys that I would be looking to focus on. Darnell Wright maybe to play right tackle, um, but, but I would be wanting to attack the interior more. So I'm going to give them Darnell Washington, who is just a, a unique player huge he is probably the best blocking tight end in this class so he will help in that regard but he offers such a unique skill set especially in the passing game is completely underdeveloped in the passing game as well that i think that would be a great pick for the bengals that's me done let you guys take us home you just laugh at all our picks now okay <laughs> he's done that already <laughs> Okay, uh, I'm on pick number 29, New Orleans Saints, courtesy of the San Francisco 49ers. Um, Saints, God knows what the Saints got to do for agency. I think they've got $60 million to, to shift some something like that, something crazy. But, I mean, they did the same last year, so uh, they'll, they'll do it. They've got they've got needs 
while you're thinking there, Brian, oh, well, what if this pick gets traded again? It <laughs> <laughs> started off. Whose pick was it originally? Was it San Francisco? San Francisco to Miami, Miami to Denver, to Denver to New Orleans. New Orleans, and then someone's going to trade up into the first round. <laughs> It'll be gone again. That's the only one things where like everyone gets to go at it. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. Is that because no? Is that because nobody wants to pick a player in the first round? Maybe someone. Someone's got to. <laughs> Can't all do Miami. Uh, let's have a look, Saints. Yeah, I think you just go best available here. Yeah, I gotta go. Lucas Van Ness from Iowa. Ed Rusher. Not a glaring need for them, but I think he's the best player, and I think for a team with. Question mark needs everywhere. Just sit and pick, and off you go. I'm next, MJ. You've got uh, well, who have we decided who we're putting at 30 and 31? We might have different uh, teams on our list. I've I've got I've got it down as Kansas that, that I'm picking for. Um. So are we just handing the Eagles the Super Bowl? Then I. According to what I'm looking at here, it looks he can, like he can keep yeah. it, he can have it because when I've been trying to do a mock draft, Kansas City is the worst team to draft for at this spot. Yeah, it, so it is difficult, it. isn't it? Um, and and do you know what? A lot of it will, will depend on what happens Sunday. If you, you know, you remember they when they got trounced against the, the Bucks a couple of years ago, they completely rebuilt the offensive line as a, as a result of what happened to them there. So it will be interesting to see what happens on Sunday. Um, but one of the things that thinking about the Super Bowl is actually going into the, the Super Bowl. They, you know, they are they are thin at receiver. They are reliant. You know, when you look at the two receiving cores, the Eagles definitely have the have the upper hand. So what what do we want to give them that's that's left there in terms of the receiving core? Um, so they have to resign Juju Smith-Schuster as well, aren't they? Is he's up in the yeah. Summer. Yeah, and you, you you know you're relying on him and who and Valdez Scantling and yeah. you, and and then it's you know then it's Sky Moore and um, and obviously Kadarius Tony and difficult to keep him on the on the field. Um, so they love to stretch the field and you know spoiler alert for when we talk about receivers. Uh, I'm going to go with somebody I really like uh, who is just fast, fast, fast. Uh, so I am going to give them Jalen Hyatt from Tennessee. Give him another weapon. Nice. So it's you. It's you with the uh, oh, don't super oh, Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles oh, with the thirty first pick. <laughs> Who's going to tell him he's muted? I just let him go. I don't. I don't all care right. anymore. It's all right. <laughs> let, yeah, they're just getting no one because I'm muted. The forfeit <laughs> pick. And so I've I've had a whirl around their uh, the depth chart, and there ain't a lot of ain't a lot of weaknesses to be honest. Um, I can't remember who. I'm gonna have to look back. Who did get picked earlier on? Who did Brian the Brzee. pick? Brian Brzee. So okay. So one spot that um. They are a bit weaker at, and I think is the linebacker spot. Um, and we don't often have many linebackers come off the board, so I'm going to pick the player that I think is one of my favourite linebackers in the class, and I think he is probably the most pro-ready and the most steady linebacker in the. And I'm going to pick Jack Campbell from Iowa. I was not expecting that. <laughs> no, you probably were. Um. So um, it's purely a pick for need. I think that actually when draft comes round, Eagles might trade down out of that spot. I think someone's wanting to come up for a first rounder. The Eagles don't have many needs that they have to force it. And so I think come that one. But I just went for a player for a position of need um, because I had to pick somebody. And so Jack Campbell from Iowa is my pick. I think, yeah, I I really like the pick. I I put him to the Eagles on the the mock that I I put up last week. like him as a player. The, the only other area that I was thinking is cornerback because they've got a couple of guys whose deals are up. So James Bradbury, um, I think is it Gardner Johnson is also potentially up. Um, 
so again we're doing this ahead of free agency so that yeah. will dictate what um what, the other, the other thing the one i did the other one i did think of there but i, I put off them because um i think do they have I, i'm not sure what they've got in the second round they might address corner in the second round because it's quite deep but deontay banks was the other player i thought of at that spot for cornerback Well, there we have it. NFL draft mock done. No happy? Enjoy that? That was good. Any overriding thoughts? I like just how different all our, our thoughts are. Was next week, once the Super Bowl's done, we'll all have uh, individual <laughs> mocks out. And obviously, we get a little bit of a flavour here who, who some of us are, are interested in at different spots. Um, I'm just really looking forward to seeing what the, the guys have as, as a full mock. We can mock the mocks next week. <laughs> mock the we'll mock the mocks. <laughs> I mean, there's a title done. I don't know if we've already had that, but uh, mock the mocks. Um. Well, yeah. As we said, that is the end of it. Shall I do the recap? Yeah. Mm. See how long it takes you. No mistakes. No. <laughs> well, there's one one less on this one, so it should be okay. Right. Okay. Number seven. I'm not. I'm not doing the whole thing. I'm doing the, the second half. <laughs> Uh, so 17, the Steelers picked Anton Harrison from Oklahoma, the tackle. 18, the Lions picked Quentin Johnson, the wide receiver from TCU. 19, the Buccaneers, uh, defensive lineman Kayla Cansey right, from Pittsburgh. Right again. Kalijah. Kalijah Cansey. There you go. Uh, 20, uh, the Seahawks picked Osiris Torrance, the guard from Florida. 21, the Chargers Pick Jackson Smith and Jigba, the wide receiver from Ohio State. 22, the Ravens, another receiver, Jordan Addison from USC. 23, the Vikings, Joey Porter Jr., the corner from Penn State. 24, the Jacksonville Jaguars, pick Michael May at tight end from Notre Dame. 25, the Giants, pick Cal Smith from South Carolina. 26, my Dallas Cowboys, pick Trenton Simpson from Clemson, the linebacker. 27, the Bills, John Michael Smith, the centre slash guard, well, centre from Minnesota. Uh, 28, Bengals picked the Titan, Darnell Washington from Georgia. 29, the Saints picked Lucas Van Ness, the edge from Iowa. 30, the Chiefs select Jalen Hyatt, the wide receiver from Tennessee. And 31, with the final pick of the first round of our mock, the Eagles select Jack Campbell, linebacker from Iowa. I'm getting better. It's not bad. Yeah, it's not, not bad. bad. It's not good. Yeah. Well, there we go. There we have it. That's our live mock draft. No doubt, uh, free agency will rock up and screw everything, and it'll be absolutely wrong. But we will do another closer to the draft, which will probably be just as inaccurate. But thank you very much for listening. As always, check out the websites. There is loads of uh, scout reports on there. Like we say, we'll we'll have some mocks up there. We're going to mock them next week. Um, there's interviews on there. There's absolutely everything. We are your one-stop shop for the NFL draft. Uh, take care. We'll see you soon.